Andy. And I'm Claire. And you're listening to Killer Vibes. A true crime podcast. Okay, Selena, part two. Yes! <laughs> Let me tell you about Yolanda and her weird stuff that she does. <laughs> yes, she's evil and we don't like her. No, we hate her. So, <laughs> I've already told you about like the kind of subtly weird things she does. But then the issue with interpreting her behavior goes away completely because she does something that's like tangible that's not good. Ooh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she starts having money issues at the boutiques. So Selena's cousin actually starts working there. Her name is Deborah, and she starts noticing that like there are receipts missing for giant transactions and just kind of things like that where she's like, hmm, some fishy stuff is going on here. And she tells Selena, but Selena's like, no, Yolanda is like my friend. She wouldn't do that. And they're not like friends as in they like hang out all the time, like text each other late at night. Well, they didn't have texting back then. <laughs> they but are like getting brunch. Yeah, but they're like. She's running know. her fan club. So they're like co-workers in a way. Kind of. Their, their, their relationship is like hard to explain, but it's not like they were like girlfriends, but they were like family friends, I guess would be a, maybe a good Right. Way to explain that. She's like the crazy aunt that you're obligated to talk to. Kind of, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, she's there, and you know you have to talk to her. And you, and you want to make her feel special. Yeah, and you want to be like, you know what, I'm, you know, you're here. You're involved. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can kind of bond over totally. that. <laughs> the fact that we're both here in existence in one space. Yes. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Nail on the head. So thank you. Hammer. Hammer on the what? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Okay, I said it right the first time. Yes. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> so Deborah says this and Selena's like, no, it's fine. But then it starts getting like a little bit more apparent. And simultaneously, Abraham is getting a bunch of phone calls from members of the fan club who are complaining that they have paid their dues but haven't received all of the memorabilia that they were promised. So now it's kind of like the fingers being pointed right in Yolanda's face. And it's like right. super obvious that she's, you know, doing she's something. She's involved in something shifty. Yes. So they ask her about it. She's obviously like, no, I would never do anything. I love Selena. Would never jeopardize her career in any way, which is a total lie. With her fingers crossed behind her back. Yes. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire, fire Yolanda. <laughs> They're on fire. I can see them. They're, it's very obvious. <laughs> very it's obvious. It's actually a hazard to everyone around you. <laughs> so if you could just back up, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so they actually do an investigation into this like Abraham does. And he learns that she has been embezzling money. And it is like, so first of all, this is going to sound like a large amount, like over $100,000. But to explain, like people buy a lot of Selena's stuff. Yeah, she's like a millionaire. Yeah, think at of this like point. everyone in Texas being like, I need a Selena shirt. I have a Selena shirt. Like, <laughs> even I bought one. So. Right, and you're like beyond her time. Yes. So <laughs> We weren't alive when any of this was happening. No. Now Abraham is like in a Papa Bear mode, like don't mess with my daughter and don't mess with her career. And he sets up a meeting with Selena and Yolanda and Selena's sister, Suzette, was there, too. And they're like, 
Yolanda, like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, like, they confront Yolanda. her. Yolanda. Why are you being this Just way? Just sit her down. Be like, listen. <laughs> we know what you did, and we can smell your pants. They're burning. They're burning. It just smells so terrible, and I need you to tell me the truth now. <laughs> I forgot that we were with talking about her pants being on fire. So I was like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> when I said it, I was like, you're going to think I'm thinking of something else for about two seconds, and then you're going to remember. <laughs> and I was right. Yes. <laughs> yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to continue the metaphor, but I don't think I can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it where it was. Well, it, it it's over now. <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't have like any convincing evidence in favor of her not embezzling money because she did. <laughs> you know. So yeah. this meeting kind of ends on a, the note that like they know what she did, but they're like not super aggressive because. Yolanda actually has some very important financial documents like in her possession and they weren't digitized. So like she has the physical documents and she like lives in Corpus, I think, or like outside of Corpus, Christy, where Selena lives. Mm -hmm. And so she like has them at her home. It's not like she could. It's not like she like has them in the office. There's some some situation is existing where they're like, we can't be to like on her case because we need to like get those documents from her and she doesn't right. have them here right now and they're not easy to access right. without Yolanda bringing them exactly to the family so tread lightly yes so they're like we're going to leave on this note we're like not gonna like fire her anything mm-hmm. and then Selena you're going to go like have lunch with her and get the documents from her and then we'll fire her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seems kind of solid, but like I wouldn't send Selena by herself to go on this lunch date. You're so smart. Thank you. (laughs) I pride myself on that. (laughs) I mean, I already told you that Yolanda's bad, so I don't know. I might have fed that into your brain a little bit. Yeah, it's not that I had a premonition or anything like that. (laughs) You literally told me she was evil. (laughs) But, good instincts. However, the family was like, Yolanda's like, obviously like kind of mad, you know, and so she's not just going to give them to anyone and they're kind of worried about her like destroying them like they have all these concerns and so they're like we'll just send selena because she loves selena and she'll do whatever selena says right and she'll respond positively if selena asks for the documents yeah so yes i mean if i wasn't worried about any sort of foreseeable danger with yolanda in terms of like physical violence then i'd be like yeah go on the lunch date and take the documents yep and I wouldn't even give it a second thought. So, yes, that seems like a smart idea from the eyes of the unknowing. Do you want to know? Well, I, yes. Okay. So they <laughs> no, go- I don't want to know anything. I want to end it right now. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for <Bye>. listening. <laughs> no, just kidding. We're not over yet. <laughs> okay, so they go to lunch at a restaurant in Corpus Christi. And when they get there, though, so, okay, Yolanda does this thing that's like super red flag in my mind she doesn't want to go into the restaurant Hmm. and you would think that as someone who's like selena's biggest fan that she would want to be seen in public with selena 
Right. So Selena's like a little freaked out by this, but she's like, okay, we'll stay in the car, whatever. We can have this conversation inside of cards. Fine. Like, this will work too, I guess. Yes. So I think the reason that Yolanda didn't want to go inside is because she thinks that Selena's going to fire her. So she like expresses this to Selena. She's like, I think I need to quit. Like, obviously, your family's like hates me. And Selena's like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, don't quit. Just give me these documents. Yeah. It's like, don't worry about it. Just give me what I need. Yeah. And then I'll promptly fire you afterwards. <laughs> but so like she gives her the documents and Selena notices that she didn't give her all of the documents. Hmm. So Selena can't do anything right now. So she has to like convince Yolanda that it's fine, you know? Yeah. For a later date where she plans to get the other documents. Right, which is just Yolanda, you know, lengthening out the process, obviously. And yeah. I'm sure Selena knew that, too. Yeah, Selena's smart. She's on to it. But so weird thing about this interaction, scary thing, is that Yolanda has a gun, like a tiny handgun. What the hell? Just like on her possession. And she shows it to Selena. And Selena's like, why do you have that? And this crazy lady says that Abraham, Selena's dad, was threatening her. And so she bought a gun for protection. What? Which did not happen. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like, after everything you've said about Selena's family and about Abraham and how kind they all are. Yeah, that's just, just an it epic just didn't lie. It's not even a convincing lie. Yeah, like, even though they're planning to fire her, like, they still recognize, like, they're they, trying to be tentative. Yeah, they're, they're not they're like, threatening her in any way. They're like, you're a human being. You obviously love Selena. We get the obsession is there. We're going to let you down easy. We're yeah. going to get what we need from you. We're going to like go. Our, like, We definitely need to like get you out of our lives, but we're also not going to like kick you to the curb. Like, It'll be fine. Like That was their approach. So Yolanda was totally off and lying, <laughs> you know, about the gun. Oh, my God. Yep. That's really scary. Like, ugh. And obviously, Selena would know that she's lying, too, about the threatening yeah. from Abraham. And so she's sitting there in the car with Yolanda, who's lying to her and has a gun in her possession. That's, oh, my God. I That'd be so scary. <laughs> uh, nope. Don't like it. Not at all. Obviously, they have to, like, do something else because she didn't get all the documents back. Mm -hmm. So a few weeks later, on March 30th, 1995, Yolanda checks into the Days Inn Hotel in Corpus Christi, and she calls Selena and is like, I'm here, and I have the rest of your paperwork. So Selena is chilling at home with her husband, Chris, that day, and he's like, I don't really want you to go alone just because this— Lady's being weird. She, like, shows you a gun, and she's obsessed with you. But they obviously can't, like, Chris can't go into the hotel room because they're, like, they have to get this important document, and Selena believes, everyone believes that Yolanda will probably not be cool with anyone other than Selena, you know? Yeah, that's probably a fair assessment. Yeah, so Chris drives Selena to the day's end, but he stays in the car outside, and Selena goes inside. <laughs> So I'm already sad. Okay. <laughs> I know. So in the days in, Yolanda gives her some of the papers and which Selena at that point in time believes to be the rest of the papers. And Yolanda also tells her that she had been raped 
And so she makes this like rape allegation and Selena being a wonderful person slash also you should never tell a person who's telling you about a rape that they're lying to you. Absolutely um, not. So she, you know, believes her and is like, oh my God, we need to go to the hospital. Um, You need to be, be checked out. And Yolanda's like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I just wanted to like confide in you and talk with you about it because you're my best friend. And Selena's like, okay. So, um, <laughs> which like... Yolanda is, in fact, lying in this instance, so I can say with confidence. Right. Like, well, we don't we don't know that she's... I we guess don't that's true. know 100% true. that she's lying. Right. But is there is a subtle level of manipulation in this. No, that I'm I like, totally agree. Puts me off of her story. Yeah. It's a very convenient time to bring it up. Yeah. To get Selena to stay in there and pay attention to you. Yeah. And so Selena leaves eventually because she... Like, Yolanda won't go with her to the hospital. When she's in the car, checks through the paperwork and is like, she didn't give it to me again. Like, there's still something, some pages missing. So Chris is like, it's late. Like, she's obviously emotional. Let's just go home. And so they go home and Yolanda calls her again that same night and is like upset about the rape. Mm -hmm. And so Selena's like, listen, I don't know what to do for you other than take you to the hospital. So I can come get you right now and take you there. But if we're not going to do that, then I'm not going to like, you know, like listen to you talking about it for so long. Because I think right. she obviously, she's an intelligent woman, had in the back of her mind, this is po- probably a manipulation tactic, but she's not an awful person. So she didn't assu- like accuse her of lying at the same time. So she has these, she probably knows what's going on, right. but she's not going to like chance it and exactly. offend a sex assault survivor. Exactly. You know, so she's like, okay, well, I'm going to hang up if you're not going to let me come take you to the hospital. Yeah. And at this point, I think going to the hospital is a, the best option. Right. Yeah. So, but Yolanda's like, no, I don't want to. So they hang up for the night. So Selena goes to bed. Everything's fine. She's like, I'll get the rest of the papers some other time. Right now, not the time. Right. So the next morning, on March 31st, 1995, Selena goes over to the Days Inn by herself, like wakes up that morning, is feeling just bad about the situation with Yolanda. She goes to the hotel and she's like, let me take you to the hospital. So Yolanda finally agrees. They go to the hospital and they do a rape. I don't know if they even could do a rape kit because it had already happened so long ago. I mean, I'm sure they can. It's just not going to show as many things as it would have showed initially. Okay, so they go to the hospital and the doctor's like, I don't see any indication of rape. But like I said, we don't know 100% because, again, this has already happened. Like, she didn't get the rape kit done immediately. And so there's no physical evidence on her that a rape had occurred. But you never know. Right. They go back to the hotel and they're both just kind of frustrated. And Selena having... She gets back to the hotel and she gets the rest of the financial documents. She's like, find them. And... Yolanda gives her the briefcase with the rest of them, and she tries to pass it off like, oh, they were lost in my things, whatever. And Selena secures her documents, and she's like, okay, we're in a, they're fighting. They're like in a fight this whole time. And she's like, I'm going to leave because like we're in a fight, and yeah. I have my things that I need, and I don't need to entertain this anymore. And they're fighting so much so that like neighboring hotel rooms reported that they heard Yolanda screaming at Selena. As Selena is leaving the hotel room, Yolanda pulls out a gun. Selena sees it, turns to run towards the door, but at 11.48 a.m. in room 158, 
Yolanda shoots Selena in the back and the bullet severs an artery and comes out through her chest, through the other side. She runs out the door, runs 390 feet with a bullet having gone through her body, runs that far to the lobby. So she's running and she's screaming. And some witnesses report that Yolanda had ran after her for a little bit and was like calling her a and screaming at her, but then she like retreated back into her hotel room. And Selena runs into the lobby and collapses on the floor. And she's screaming, close the door, close the door. She's going to shoot me again. And she's like terrified because this lady that she's thought this whole time was her best friend, not her, she didn't view her as her best friend, but a close personal family friend who has done nothing but good for her. She's only a month or so ago been had had that whole perception like turned on its head that right. this is actually a lady who's obsessed with her who's yeah. being doing all these things and that's not really a friend at all not a friend at all and now she's shot me and <sighs> so she is like really terrified she's like lock the door she will shoot me again and so they call 911 and they get there Within a minute and 55 seconds. And point of clarification, they did not know it was Selena. So the ambulance doesn't know that they're rushing to save Selena, the biggest pop star in the state and arguably in the country. So good ambulance people. Yeah, seriously. Nice timing, guys. Yeah. So they perform CPR and they apply that like Vaseline kind of stuff that like stops bleeding. Mm -hmm. And so they do that so that she's like not currently bleeding everywhere, load her up into the um, ambulance and they take her to the Corpus Christi Memorial Hospital and they get there at noon. And the shooting happened at, again, 1148. So it's like 12 minutes. This is going quickly. Really quick response time. That's awesome. And I also don't think that the 911 operator nor the person who called 911 knew it was Selena because if you listen to the phone call, she's like a woman is here. She doesn't identify her as Selena. So right. maybe she noticed afterwards. I don't I don't really know. But it's just cool that all this happened so quickly when there wasn't that necessity because it's Selena that we have to save right. her. They were treating her as a normal person, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And so they get there and Selena didn't have any vitals and she was declared brain dead, but she did have a heartbeat. So they transfer her to the trauma room and they tried blood transfusions. But since the bullet had cut through one of her major arteries that transfers blood into her heart, all the blood transfusions were spilling out. Like there was no way for them to stay inside of her heart. Right. And they tried everything they could. By now they do know it's Selena. And she dies at 1.05 p.m. And... Her last words, which were actually said inside the Days Inn lobby, were Yolanda, room 158. Girl. (laughs) That's a lot. I know. Back at the Days Inn, Yolanda has now locked herself in her truck and is holding a gun to her head. And the police are, like, trying to talk her down from killing herself. But it takes them nine and a half hours And the whole time she's just like, I can't live with the embarrassment. I've killed my best friend. She's like, at one point, she's like, I want to talk to my mom. Like, she just is having a psychotic break. And honestly, as much as like this is the one murder that makes me like so upset because I feel personally 
Selena's made an impact in my life growing up. And so I'm like really sad that she's not alive. Not that I'm not sad about other victims. I'm just more sad about this one. But if I'm going to be applying the same standard that I do in other cases, Yolanda's got some issues. Like, yep. clearly she has made up in her mind that Selena is her best friend. And there's even this interview with her that happened shortly after this. She makes up all these lies about Selena. She has an alter, think alter ego, but not an ego of friendship. Like she's made a fake friendship that she believes. And in this interview, she tells a completely false story that um, <laughs> we all know is wrong. Like it's not true. And she says that in the hotel room, Selena was on her knees begging Yolanda not to kill herself because Yolanda was actually holding a gun to her own head and that Selena who apparently Yolanda says in this interview that Selena used to call her mom, which is not true. No one corroborates that. But in this interview, she's just so in a whole other world. And it's crazy and sad. And I I do, I am sad for Yolanda that she in some way built this up in her mind. And it Mm -hmm. was so, Selena being her best friend and being close to her was so important to her that if she couldn't have it, no one could have Selena. Right. And obviously that's why she killed her. But her defense at trial was that, no, I was trying to kill myself and I accidentally shot Selena. She's either in a whole other world or she's just will not admit what she did. And so everyone obviously doesn't believe her. (laughs) Um, And at the state of Texas versus Yolanda Saldivar, she attempts this defense. Doesn't work. The jury deliberates for two and a half hours, and then they come back with a guilty verdict for first-degree murder on October 23rd, 1995, and she is later sentenced to life in prison without parole until March 30th, 2025. If I were her, though, I would think twice about petitioning for parole hearing because I feel like she's going to be in some serious physical danger the second she steps foot into Texas again because She's just so hated there, like I was saying earlier. But, I mean, Yolanda definitely has some mental health issues that were unaddressed and undiagnosed and untreated. And that's really sad, too. Like, I wish that she would have felt more empowered to deal with them in a healthy way. But she wasn't, and that sucks. And I feel sad for her, and I feel sad for her family, too, despite how awful what she did is. At her open casket funeral, 600 people attended. Wow. It was like the saddest thing ever. Everyone, Everyone was sobbing. Like people who've never met her were sobbing. And it's like the Mexican-American, Texas, Tex-Mex, Tejano, straight American community. All those communities lost a really beloved person. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, picture Beyonce dying. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. It would, just, it would have that much of a cultural yeah, impact. It would. Absolutely. So something also really, really sad. So she dies in March. In July, on July 18th, 1995, the Quintanilla family released the album Dreaming of You, which was her fifth and final album. And it was her crossover album. So <gasps> Dreaming of You and I Could Fall in Love with You, which is probably a song you would actually recognize. Um, okay. Let's pause and I'll play it for you. Okay. I Could Fall in Love is like such a popular song and really did cross over. Like even Claire 
had heard of it. Oh, yeah. So they released this album after she dies. So unfortunately, she was never able to know the success that it had, which is really, really sad. Yeah. It was incredibly successful, that album. Like, everyone bought it. Like, yeah. sold hundreds and hundreds of thousands of copies. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. So that's the really sad story. To leave everyone on a semi-good note, um, Netflix actually just announced in December that they are releasing a scripted show about the life and career of Selena Quintanilla and the Quintanilla family is producing it. So yeah, so we have that to look forward to in the near-ish future and it will be really good because the family's involved. Just as the movie, the family's also involved in the movie. So I suggest if you want to really understand the impact Selena made, go watch the movie Selena from, I think it's 1998. So they made it not that long after mm-hmm. her death. And Yolanda's like not that obnoxiously in it. They introduce her character into it yeah. towards the end. And then it shows like some news footage for like a minute while Dreaming of You plays and you're really sad. But it's like the whole movie mostly is centered around her life and her um, relationship with Chris and all those things. So like it's not a whole, it's not just a strictly murder movie, but. Right. It's about her life, not about her death. Right. This is about her death. Yeah. (laughs) But I think that it's cool to remember, like, even though she's dead and I can't even imagine the impact she would continue to have. It's still cool to think of how much one person accomplished when they were. She was only a year older than us when she was murdered. Right. And she did so much mm-hmm. her in life her was... short, short life. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> um, I'm done talking. So we're going to go watch Silence of the Lambs and order Chinese food if you want to do the same thing. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, killervibes underscore KCSUFM. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye.